Greetings, beautiful people, and welcome to Queen's Stand Up Support Network Radio. Our purpose and intention is to create a non-judgment zone of support for the leaders and those working to be the change they want to see, where we increase our awareness regarding the experiences that manifest as we navigate through this adventure we call life. Increasing awareness allows us the opportunity to choose to align with the actions necessary to manifest the desired change. You give all of you every day working to live on purpose, and now we intend to give back to you by empowering you to tune into your souls. Let us pray. Almighty Divine Creator, as we grow from strength to strength, we give thanks for this day and the opportunity to expand our vibration as infinite choice makers. Thank you for showing us the way of healing. We are open to receive as we continue to align ourselves with peace. May our homes and hearts be forever filled and surrounded with happiness, healthiness, love, and forgiveness as we live in the present moment, our most powerful point of being. In the name of the Father, the Mother, and the Child. Amen. Mut Kanshu. Ashe. So let it be. Greetings, beautiful people, and welcome to Queen Stand Up Radio Show. Happy Sunday to you. Yes. Um, Last week, if you were listening, you heard us talking about taking the lead. A really powerful topic, and you can listen to the replay at queensstandup.com. We learned a lot about what is um, necessary to be an effective leader especially in relationship to your self-development and your personal care. So if you're embarking on leadership or thinking about, you know, your role as a leader, it's a really good show I think you'll want to take a listen to before um, you'll do that. Today we are actually here discussing the importance of investing in you. How much time and revenue are you investing in you? When we think about how important we are ourselves, functions of our lives afloat, we can, say, we can see how important it is to invest in our overall well-being and self-development. Think about how you feel after you take the time to invest in yourself. Dr. Chris 
Lassiter and Dr. H. Sam Sequoy are experts on the topic of the importance of self-investment because they practice this important principle in their lives every day. And we are really honored to have them come on to our show and bring their wisdom as they educate us on the importance of self-investment. But before they do that, because they haven't yet to arrive, let's go ahead and listen to Ms. Sandra's moment of power as we and kick off our show. Y'all know what time it is. Get ready for Miss Sandra's moment of power. Mama's on. She's chopping them jewels. Mama's on. Better listen up and you'll grow. The importance of investing in you. Good morning, queens and kings. Another great topic. When we invest in ourselves, we give God glory and others can benefit from him. In order to help others, we must remember to pour back into ourselves, especially if it is in our nature to give. As we grow from children to adults, we see and feel how awesome it is to give and be helpful to others. But at the same time, we can be drained from all the giving and not be of any value to ourselves if we are not mindful and remember it is not selfish to self-care. Self-care is a priority. If we are not careful, we will go and go like that Duracell battery and eventually burn out. When we don't invest and take care of ourselves, we will and can become emotionally and physically fatigued. We will start to make careless mistakes regarding your business, our business and personal life. Investing in yourself sometimes takes the smallest of steps in the right direction. We should consider resting, exercising, being organized, valuing ourselves, eating well, reaching out. If you are in need of assistance, be mindful that it is okay to say no so we don't overextend ourselves. Allow time for personal relationships and connecting with your higher power. Nevertheless, I will bring health and healing to it. I will heal my people and will let them enjoy abundant peace and security. Jeremiah 33, 6. Be blessed until the next time and happy Sunday to all. Thank you so much for that message, Miss Sandra. That was really powerful. Um, one of the most important things I got from that is the importance of balance between giving and receiving. Uh, it is definitely necessary to develop a balance between the two so that you um, can thrive and flourish. Um, I actually, in thinking about the, this topic for the show, I read a really wonderful article um, from the Huffington Post, the online version, and they go into a little bit of dialogue about, you know, self-investment. And it actually can be the game changer between us being successful and not. Um, when we don't give, when we give too much of ourselves, we actually do make people, other people a thief. And then we find ourselves feeling depleted. And then we are putting ourselves into a position where we are, we need the help, you know, because of the depletion. So, um, there is a term for that. It's actually called a martyr, uh, where you're giving, giving, giving. And I think it's really important for us to understand the why behind things. That's a big thing that I've been working on doing. It's been very helpful in helping to ch me to incorporate change um, gracefully and to release any resistance around any habits that I have. You want to understand why you're doing something. Uh, because when you understand why you're doing something, you can develop an effective solution. Um, generally, you know, when we overgive, it is connected to our feelings of worth and value. So uh, it, it, it's important for us to discover, you know, it, do I t attach what I give to how valuable I feel in this experience? And if that's so, then that's definitely something that you want to take a look at. 
Um, if we're always, you know, just in receipt mode, constantly receiving, then you may be p- putting yourself where you feel like you're more valuable than others. And that's a really um, strong ego place to be in. You, j- you want to be very mindful of that, too, because it, it can definitely rub people the wrong way and then kind of distance yourself from other people, you know, um, So uh, to go back to the Huffington Post message, it says, you know, investing in yourself is one of the best return on investments that you can have, whether it's investing in learning a new skill, developing yourself personally or professionally, tapping into your creativity or hiring a coach. You need to give to yourself first before you can give to others. It is our responsibility to take the time to develop our gifts and talents so that we can best serve others. Investing in yourself is an example of self-love. You must first love yourself before you can expect others to love on you. And I couldn't have said it better myself. Um, in learning more about the art of self-care because that is our focus um, and mission on Queen Stand Up and just with Shine Incorporated in general to help people to create the habit of wellness by prioritizing self-care. Self-love is shown in how we care for one another, but there is a deeper reason as to why we may not be implementing this, why this is not just a no-brainer and come naturally for many of us. Many of us have experienced some level of trauma in, in childhood. And the trauma doesn't always come because we're not um, taken care of on a certain level. You know, people think of childhood being really good if you, you know, if you had all the bells and whistles. But care is something totally different. It's a concept that many people don't really understand on a deeper level what it means to actually take time and care. And attention is really associated with that. Paying attention to details, um, listening to children is so important. And we don't really, you know, we could do better with that as a society. society, um, And we've talked about that on this show before in regards to caring for children. That means listening to them too, you know, and, and hearing what they, what they, um, what their interests are, um, helping them to develop their self and their personality and their purpose within this experience. Um, so it starts very early, which is what my point is. And the reason why many of us go into being go into adulthood and lack the self care component is because is often because of the level of trauma that we've experienced as children, um, and we are tying our self care into our work subconsciously. So, you know, you have to go back into actually develop the art of self-love. It is a practice um, that you can actually build into your everyday habits. And um, I was actually um, charged with someone was saying to me, oh my goodness, isn't that just like a no-brainer? Doesn't everybody just love themselves? And I think on some level, people think that people love themselves, but they don't actually, people don't actually have a great deal of self-love for themselves, like, like we think, you know, um, you think if people have a lot of things that, oh, they must love themselves because, you know, they, they have a lot of things. That's not always what investment in yourself means. So you really want to take the time to explore what exactly, what actually self-investment Um, is the post goes on to say um, why is investing yourself so so powerful well it is the practice it is it is it does lead you to loving yourself Uh, and I know that a lot of like this is probably a really sensitive area a lot of people don't want to think that they don't love themselves right Um, but it's shown every day it's shown in how we eat it's shown, you know, and how we push ourselves to exhaustion. Um, it's shown in our environment, the company that we keep. Uh, it's shown in so many different, how we allow other people to treat us. Um, so many different ways that we show our level of self-love uh, and, and self-investment of our time and our energy 
um, and our efforts. And we spoke on that a couple of weeks ago. We talked about how are you loving on yourself? How are you, how does, how you eat show love to yourself? Um, so the message says, why is investing in yourself so powerful? Investing in yourself is powerful because it sends a powerful message to yourself, your subconscious self, and you, you know, your conscious self, every part of yourself. And it also sends a really powerful message to the world and the people. Remember, we're always talking about, um, which Vishan and I, she always mentions this, that, you know, we tr- treat people how to teach, we teach people how to treat us. And a lot of that stems from in the way that we treat ourselves. If you're not taking and investing the time in you people, that shows. People see that and they won't value you as much. And sometimes it's not even a conscious thing that they're doing. It's just how they've been mentally trained in society. They've mentally trained to know uh, how much of an investment you're making in yourself. And the message goes on to say, the value and the potential that I possess is important enough to me that I'm going to give it the energy, space, and time to grow and create results. It sends that message to yourself. When you take the time to invest in yourself subconsciously, it says that I'm important. I'm important to me first. And I think that we've talked about that a great deal on this show. Um, I remember when I was beginning my journey, it was so much of getting people to hear me and listen to me. And, you know, spirit came to me and said, are you listening to you? You know, are you hearing you? I did a heart meditation and that's what came up through it. It's just like, are you listening to your own heart? You know, Um, so a lot of times we have to pull that attention inward and really discover what's going on in our internal world. The next uh, point that they make is when you are willing to say yes and take that leap leap of faith and invest in yourself, the universe will provide you with amazing rewards. It will show you that you are worth the journey. It will show you how valuable you are. It will help you to build your self-confidence and enable you to tap into some skills and abilities within you that is so um, rewarding and invigorating, inspiring, you know. I like to say you become your own best friend. Um. And it it reminds me of a verse in the Bible. It says, you know, that you will be led by still still waters, needing nothing, wanting for nothing. And I kind of think that that's that's the direction because to me the Bible is so psychological. You know, it's talking about the condition of the psyche and the different levels of mindset that you arrive to when you continue to tap into the life-sustaining force within yourself. Um, this message in this, this, this article that I'm reading is um, by Megan Toole. She's a contributor for, for Huffington Post. And let me just double check here, see what's going on with our guests. Oh, okay. So uh, Megan Toole, she goes on to give us different ways that we can invest in ourselves really powerful. So I want to break these things down and I want to talk about them a little further. Again, if you'd like to join the discussion, you can always dial in to 929-477-2476 to join the discussion and then press one to share your comments or your questions that you may have. Um, We definitely would love to hear your take on this area, if there's something that you've done to invest in yourself that adds to the discussion, feel free. You can also text, um, send me a Facebook message as well, if you're my friend on Facebook, to share. Um, also, if you go visit our website, the main website, Creating the Habit of Wellness, you can actually 
download our wellness app. And on our wellness app, we extend the discussions that we have on Queen Stand Up further throughout the week, sometimes more than others. Um, but it's a wellness app that you can find. If you go to the website, Creating the Habit of Wellness, there's a link there that allows you to join the wellness app. You get you ask permission to join, and it gives you a question. Um, why do you want to join? You answer the question. And then you can fill in your email address and create a password. And once you do that, we'll get the message. We'll approve it. And then you've got to go back into your email and then click on the link and it'll open up for you. You're going to want to download the app onto your phone as well because it's, a, it's more user-friendly on the app. You can actually access it on the computer, but it's, um, like I said, more user-friendly when you do the app itself. So um, it's a lot of fun. I, we post a lot of, you know, wellness messages. And the reason why we developed that is because sometimes you can go on Facebook, especially when you are working to pre-program yourself, right? Change your whole entire life, create the habit of wellness, you know, which is our theme. Watching all of the different things on Facebook can be too much to, to filter out, right? There's a lot of stuff you got to filter out. But on the wellness app, it's all about wellness. It's all about self-empowerment, um, you know, sharing different ideas around the idea of creating the habit of wellness. So it's really helpful because you really have to have tunnel vision when you're working to create the habit of wellness. So the first, um, Megan's first concept that she, gener- uh, that she shared with us is Setting goals. Learn how to set personal and business goals for yourself. Okay? If you're not taking the time to set goals, it's like driving in the dark with the headlights turned off. And I love that, what she said, because um, I was just reminded that Alabama got hit by a tornado last night, and they may be affected, um, our guests. So that's Thank you for that information. But when you set goals, um, you are basically giving yourself direction. That's what it is. You know, some people are a little timid about setting goals because it's a commitment, you know, and and that can be scary. And then they don't want to let themselves down, you know, if they don't reach their goals. And some people say, oh, it's giving too much of an expectation. But, you know, I often use the term being generally specific. Okay. So, you know, they say, you know, aim for the moon and you may reach the stars. It's that kind of thing. You know, get yourself out there to, in terms of your goal setting so that you can give, have some sort of a direction, you know, um, I call it following your yellow brick road. You And when you set your goals, you can say something like this or something even better, you know? So the idea of setting a goal is a wonderful way of investing in yourself. It's giving you some direction because there's so many different things that you could explore in this vast universe, right? There's so much to consider. And if you can find and narrow some of that down into one of your greatest passions, you know, and ballpark it, it can help you on the journey. Um, She goes on to say, you will not know, and here she goes, you will not know where you're going and you will waste your precious time if you don't give yourself some sort of direction. I find that that's why a lot of people get so um, misguided and so off their track. They waver, you know, um, because they have no idea of the direction that they're going in. And it really kind of gives them a sense of hopelessness. You, we subconsciously like to have a direction. It gives us purpose. It helps us to feel purposeful, you know? So um, just having a goal just helps us to feel purposeful. Even if you don't make that particular goal, you can break it down and assess it as you go along. 
what and and it may it changes you know as you go along in that direction you may find your real purpose but the key to it is is just ballpark it somewhere out maybe and maybe it's not your ultimate goal like maybe it doesn't really speak to you the way you know like it's, it doesn't give you bells and whistles it will give you some direction and you may find your what does give you bells and whistles along the way okay so that's really important she goes on to say be sure to also set some time frames in which you are to meet them now that part can be kind of tricky you know, because sometimes if you set too many expectations, like a, of a time frame, it can make you antsy, right? Like anxious, like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Um, this is where having a coach is really helpful. You know, um, one of the things that we do with creating a habit of wellness is we help people to stay accountable. As, we, as your coaches uh, in our program, that's our main goal to be, we're actually so much more excited about you getting there than you may be at first, right? Because you may be filled up with so much doubt. But we're tapped into the potential of things, and we know how things can dramatically turn around with a little bit of consistency. That's really all it takes is you showing up constantly, and, and it works itself out some kind of way. Um, so, yeah, having a coach is really helpful. Um, we do we, we offer little tools. Uh, we pay so much attention to the detail of where you're, you're going because sometimes you know like let's say for new year's eve for example or new year's in general we set these what the new year's resolutions <laughs> right as different ways that we're going to invest in ourselves um we also well i work in a gym too and, and and do fitness so you know the beginning of the year the class is so full with people you know who have set their their goals for starting their new workout regimens that's a way of investing in yourself right working out and, um, you know, at the beginning of the year, it's so packed, the classes and the, the regulars, they get so annoyed by the New Year resolutionists. But I'm inspired by them because it takes a lot to just say, you know what, I'm going to shift into motion. I'm going to do this for myself. But what is the, dif- the, the difference often for those people who stay is having a coach. Um, most of the successful people say, you know, when they got a coach, a trainer, or, you know, someone to help them stay accountable, a partner, they were able to actually see a greater amount of success uh, because we sometimes we set these intentions and it sounds really good at the beginning. And then life happens, right? Your, your subconscious thoughts start coming in. You know, those old excuses start happening. Oh, I don't have enough time. Oh, there's not enough resources. Oh, this, oh, that. Lots of excuses can come up. And then we go back into month 10 of the year and we're back where we started in month one because maybe sometimes we're trying to save a couple pennies on the coach or whatever have you because that often happens. People don't really understand the value in investing in a coach or a fitness trainer. Um, But the value is in keeping up with the intention that you set. They hold you accountable. So when you're thinking about your investment and you're budgeting, budgeting that in, budget in a coach as well with, within that, um, the amount. And then break it down so that you can see sometimes you're only really spending pennies for what the coaches are really worth. So, you know, um, and in terms of the, you actually meeting your goals. So if you, you invest in a coach, um, even if it's just an extra 10 pounds, if that's what you're looking for, implementing new healthy habits for the year, it's something that will stick with you as opposed to spending five years trying to save a few extra ducats on getting someone to hold you accountable for it. So if you know that that's an issue for you, um, you want to, and that's where it brings me to my next point, is the assessment part. So how do you deal with setting a time frame? In, and, you know, getting over the psychological effects of what that can cause you, you know, the pressure of it all, is you're not looking for the, the, the time frame to be your end-all, be-all, but you're looking for it to be a, a parameter that you can use to assess what actually did happen when you tested out, you know, the hypothesis. What happened in real time? Look at it. Assess yourself. What came up to prevent you from reaching your goal or what came up to help you 
to reach your goal because you're going to want to take notes on these particular things because they are going to help you to develop a solution for your success. If you did well for the first week, why? What inspired you the first week to do well? Write that down and see how you can kick that up a notch. And then what, what prevented you from going the distance? Write that down too. Sometimes that's what we don't want to look at, but that's very much what we need to look at to help us to move the solution. You know, Google a solution. What have other people done to overcome this obstacle? Because believe it or not, you've never experienced something alone. There are others out there. That's why support groups do so really well. You know, because you have people who have experienced what you've experienced and you can find out what tools they use to overcome it. While we're all very unique in our makeup, in our lives and different things like that, we still can borrow tools and, and um, take a page out of other people's books to develop a formula that works for us. And that's a big part of what our program is about. We help our clients to develop a formula that works for us works for them. (laughs) Um, And what's so important is because you need sometimes people to listen to you. You don't really hear yourself. And there's some things that you may be missing. Okay. So she goes on to say something that we actually talk about also um, is the SMART goals. You're specific. You make them measurable, right? That's why you give yourself a time frame. In a week, I'm going to do this. Attainable. That's so important. Why is attainable so important? Because I'm going to tell you this. When I hear people all the time saying, oh, I'm going to invest in, you know, now I'm going to work out every day, that's not when you haven't worked out in a year. That's too much pressure. Nobody needs that kind of pressure and drama in their lives. That's setting yourself up for failure, okay? And, yeah, failure is the first attempt at learning. We can learn from being pushing ourselves too far, okay? Um, And so make it attainable. If you haven't worked out in a year, set your goal. Give yourself one day. And I say between 10 and 20 minutes at first for the first week. One day, 10 and 20 minutes, and stop. Leave yourself always wanting more. It's so important. You don't want to push yourself to the point where, God, I ain't doing that no more. That was too hard. That took too much out of me. Uh-uh. Because a lot of this stuff, this investment, is. remember what I said before? It's psychological. If your brain is too exhausted from doing it the first time, when you try to introduce that again next week, it's going to be like, no, I broke my back last time. I was too, I couldn't, my recovery time was four days. You're not going to be able to convince your, your quiet voice inside of you to want to do it again, okay? So you have to make sure you stay on the side of, oh, that felt good. I want to do more. Okay, next week I will, okay? You want to keep yourself on that, um, in that note. And I'm telling you, it's the little things like this that make it doable because everything is about mind and the psychological effect that it's happening, having on you, okay? All right, so the next thing that she goes on to say is, and I'm still checking for our guest. I think they really are having bad weather. Yeah, because they can't even respond. And they were so excited yesterday to come on. So we'll have to, um, I'll have to connect with them and reschedule. Okay, so, um, well, first, before I go into point two, we do have a comment here. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, no. Okay. Okay. All right, good. Okay. So I'll read that in a second because it actually relates to this one, this point here. Honor your intuition. Hmm. I love this one. But I'm going to tell you that many of us don't even know our intuition. We don't know it. We don't know that voice anymore. You know, that gut feeling that tells you to do something. We're scared to trust ourselves. And that's one of the first things that we teach you how to do in our program is learning to tap into and trusting your intuition. Okay? Um, It's a process and it's a practice. 
we have gotten so good at asking other folks for their opinion and advice, and there's nothing wrong with that, Uh uh-uh, nothing at all. But you do want to get to the point where you're learning to listen to yourself and how you feel about something, okay? How you feel, that's important. Because on a psychological level, the reason why people stay so angry, frustrated with life, disappointed, depressed, and anxious is because they're not listening to them. They're only doing what other folk are telling them to do. And it doesn't really feel good to them. You can spend a whole lifetime like that. I'm going to tell you, I feel like I'm living life for the very first time since I've started trusting my intuition and learning to connect with myself and becoming my own best friend. It's so amazing. I, yes, still make errors and mistakes, but they, they are my own. And I don't feel so bad about them anymore because it's a decision that I make. I can live with it and I can overcome it because it's something that I did. And it's also, I'm more confident now as a result. Okay, so a big part of our program, we listen to you and we encourage you to listen to you. We give you back your power by teaching you how to tap back into that power. And then we're there for you when you fall to help you problem solve and develop solutions for your recovery and how you're going to come back with it. And a lot of times it's just about breaking things down with you, you know. Because when you're in the thick of something, you've got so much going on, so many thoughts and possibilities that it's just you become overwhelmed. You just need somebody in the ring with you to just help you break it down and make this, take the steps. That's it. Someone to be there with you. It's very comforting. So Megan goes on to say, you can show yourself love by trusting your gut and honoring the message that it's sending you. Mm, so powerful. Listening to your intuition will allow you to make better decisions. Valuing your intuition by not allowing the thoughts, feelings, or statements of others to take you away from what you know to be true is very empowering. Sometimes other people can really infiltrate into you um, their feelings, thoughts, and opinions. And there's nothing wrong with that. But you have to understand that if you're embarking on something new that somebody's ever never done or the people around you have never done, you don't want to talk to them about it because they, don't, they, 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 they may have reached a stuck point or a wall on their journey toward it. So you can't talk with them about overcoming it per se, but you, not to say that they're not valuable because they can help you understand how they got stuck. And then if you're good with problem solving, you can try to develop solutions or see something that they did not see. But you don't want to just solely go on someone else's opinion about something. But I don't want you to confuse that with taking good, solid advice. I'm just saying that you need to really weigh out the options, see the pros and the cons of the situation, and not completely give up on something because someone hasn't accomplished it. Because the way of of dreamers and inventors is because they pushed the envelope. They went beyond what people were able to do. Like, you've got to tap into the unknown. We're so well-versed in the known right, what people have already been able to manifest in this experience. But our creative ability, it goes back to our intuition, is tapped into when we learn how to explore the unknown. And a lot of that stems with being able to, tr- to trust your own thoughts and allow something to new to um, manifest. And, and see, she goes on to say, pay attention to how you feel. So sometimes that's enough in and of itself. And one of the things that we go through in, in our um, coaching program is uh, to go through a meditation, a feeling meditation, because people really misunderstand what meditation is about a lot of times. Our, one of our meditations is really just getting connected into what's already there. 
exploring your feelings about something. Um, she says that, you know, connecting with how you feel will make you feel better. It, it will make you, make you better. It's also about honoring yourself. That's what, what it is about. It's honoring yourself. And it's, it sends a message to you that you are, that you can trust you. Um, she says it makes, helps you to make smarter and quicker decisions. Um, for her personally, when she chooses to ignore intuition, um, when she feels strong about something, it almost always is a decision or act that I end up regretting. And I can attest to that. I wonder how many of you out there can attest to that. Has that ever happened to you? Where you, something, you know, your gut told you something and you were like, mm, I don't know about that. And you didn't follow through on it and then you wish you had. Yeah. And how did that turn out? You know, while we don't deal with total, you know, regret and lingering there, then that maybe, maybe you should learn to, to, to trust the gut more. Um, we just got a phone in from the guests, so hopefully we can get them in on this discussion. But I'm really curious to know if, if you, if, if like your thoughts about what, when, when you had an opportunity to trust your gut about something or someone and you didn't, you know, how did, how did that work out for you? And then now, how are you applying that to your now self? That's always the, the important thing. How are you applying that to your now self? Are you learning from that experience? Are you now trusting your gut? Because for me, um, what I always say is now, I trust my gut. And if I'm wrong about a situation, it will, that, that wrongness will reveal itself. You know, most of the time with me trusting my gut is about the character of people, um, relationships, um, whether they're platonic or romantic. And I say, if I'm wrong, people will show up more. They will prove me wrong, if you will, you know, about who they are. They will, they will be consistent in their effort to make a connection with me. And I'd rather be wrong about their, um, them making their effort um, than right and say, oh, I was right and I didn't trust myself. You get where I'm saying with that? I'd rather be wrong and say, oh, I was wrong. I, I stepped away from that scenario. I stepped away from that relationship and they were a great person then I would like to be in on the other foot of that I was right and I should have stayed away and now look at all this you know terrible stuff that's happened you know so you just have to pick your battles with that so Megan's learned to trust her intuition and that is what has led her in life and in her business you can't have everything. Like you can't have it all. So you, some things you just you have to know when to hold and to know when to fold. And some things you're gonna lose, and it wasn't not necessarily a loss in the way that we think of it, but it just wasn't for you. But there'll be other opportunities down the way. So the next thing she talks about is invest in time. Invest time in her creativity. Um, sorry, I'm multitasking here, trying to find out find out what's going on with our guest. Um, even though I'm really loving this article with Megan. She says, invest time in your creativity. Our creativity doesn't have to diminish as we get older. Um, in fact, it is believed that the peak of creativity in most people is around 30 and 40 years of age. <laughs> And in fact, it's believed that the peak of creativity in most people, oh, I'm sorry, I said that I got distracted. Um, creativity can be the catalyst in the manifestation of continual learning and lifelong activity. I find that to be totally true. Why? Because when we deal too much in the known, that's when life gets stagnant. You know, you get bored with just what you know. Like this, we are evolutionary, evolutionary beings. And so we, that's inspiration and motivation and empowerment comes from creativity and bringing more creativity into our lives. So um, if you want to stay, 
you know, feeling inspired about life, you want to tap into creative energy. And maybe if you feel like, well, I'm not a creative person. Well, there are things we, you live in create, creation, you live in creativity. So go ahead and connect with some other folks who are creative people, you know, um, and because that may get you, help you to get inspired. Um, one of the newest things that they're doing now um, is these sip and paints. Have you seen those? Have you gone to one of those? Well, the sip and paints are really great for people who are not considered creative because they guide you. It's kind of like a paint with numbers type of thing, but they guide you in it. And it just feels good to tap into that, I think. Oh, we have our we have our guest host on finally. Yay, welcome to the show. I'm going to wrap this up. Um, but, so that's one way. So don't use any excuses about why you can't tap into creativity. Go take a class. And you don't have to be, I always hear people say, well, I'm not good at that. Well, everybody, nobody wasn't good at that when they very first started doing something. You know, like that's the learning curve. So you go to class to help yourself get good at something. You know, so you can get good by attending a class. I'm going to wrap this up here. I'll post this um, article in our wellness app. So go ahead and um, log, jump on over to Creating the Habit of Wellness and click the link that says to join the wellness app. Well, you'll get to join us in our weekly discussions and even further the discussion about this show as well. And um, hopefully our guest host will come on over there, too, since we're getting about 10 minutes of their time today. Um, they'll join us over there as well. So let's go ahead and bring them on. Welcome to the show. How are you? Hi. Good morning. Thank you so much. Hey, April. How are you? We're doing great. Uh, oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Where are you guys calling from? Well, we made it to Dallas, Texas uh, this morning. We were held up by some of the storms going across the country from Boston all the way down to the, down south, all the way to Texas. So we uh, apologize for uh, not being able to join earlier in the show, but we just literally hopped off a plane, mm-hmm. and so now we're able to jump on with you. So we're so glad. Oh, I'm so glad to have you. Talk about committed even when it's not convenient. <laughs> <laughs> we, we don't play it. I see. I see. Awesome. I'm loving that. So we are honored to have two of you on today. Um, Dr. Chris Lassiter, is that how I say your name? That is perfect. Awesome. And Dr. H. Sam Poy. That's right. Thank you very much. Awesome. 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 So is it okay if I call you you Dr. Sam and Dr. Chris? Yes. Yep. Awesome. Yeah, we got the power flowing while we were waiting for you. Um, but now we are, we're so glad that you came on. So I, I just want you to first start with telling us a, a little bit about your story. What makes you passionate about self-investment? I can tell you, you know, just just as, as far as I've come um, to this point in my life, April, it's it's been a journey. And you know, I I took on from a very early age um, in education, and I was always a good student, so I figured, you know, that would be a, a nice way to, uh, you know, continue. And it's really served me well. I I had uh, grown up in such um, dire situations. I was, you know, brought up around drugs, guns, gangs, violence. You know, my mother used drugs all the way probably to the greater part of my uh, teenage years, my father committed suicide when I was at the age of uh, 14. And, you know, as my world was crumbling around me, I decided that I would invest in making sure that I did well in school and continued in my schooling. And so that was sort of my commitment to myself, you know, that I could get out of the four walls in which I was growing up around. So the first 20 years of my life has been about investing in my education. And so I found that the, you know, next 20 years of my life has, has been a, a really wonderful journey. It's like you work hard early, right? And then life is easy rather than, you know, running around and having an easy life early and then a hard life later. It's been really an incredible journey. I've been able to do a lot of fun things with my with my life just because I invested in, you know, education and going as far as I could with uh, with that. That is awesome. That is such an awesome um, story. 
uh, of just self-determination, you know, that there there's no there's no excuses. Right, and I had a hundred of them, right? It was it was yeah. a point where, you know, how do you want to even get out of the bed in the morning? You know what I mean? Like what motivation did I have to continue in life and to continue to do what I was supposed to do just as a young person? And for a thousand excuses, I know I had them. And so when, you know, when I tell my story and I talk to young people who are discouraged in life, it's like, you, you know, miss me with those excuses because I had a thousand of them, you know? Yeah, yeah. And you know what, uh, Dr. Sam, it also um, comes to mind, it begs the, the question about the beauty of no choice. Sometimes when we have too many options, you know, the Indeed. things that we can do, you, you agree, okay. I I so, was listening in um, as you were talking about you know the uh, the ability to trust your gut and to and mm-hmm. to go with what you know to be right and not to go against what it is that you're feeling when it says to move left and then you turn around and move right. That's something that I've actually had to master because if I wanted to continue to do what was best for me, I had to listen to myself. I had to stop, be still, and listen to God and you know, it led me on a path that has really um, set me up very nicely, I think, you know, even as a young person. Um, I'll tell you just a, a small bit because I know our Dr. Chris yeah. needs to get in and we only have a couple of minutes. But, um, you know, when I was in high school, after all of that being 14 years old and dealing with all that, when I was 15, 16, I received a full academic scholarship to any college I want to go to in the country. And I, oh, I grew up wow. in a project, right? I grew up around, mm. you know, uh, people who, if I wanted to go read a book, looked at me all kind of funny, right? And mm-hmm. it was it was really tough being around um, folks that didn't quite do what you were doing. I had to walk alone a lot of times to, to get to where I am right now. And so I went on to college. I got my bachelor's degree in criminal justice from Northeastern University. I went on to law school. I got my law degree from the Massachusetts School of Law. I went on to Harvard uh, for two years. And from there, I I moved to Nichols College where I got my MBA, my master's in business. And then I graduated Mm -hmm. with my PhD in law and public policy. Amazing. Amazing. And I'm not even out of my 30s yet, right? So I've traveled the world and done a lot of fun things because I invested in it. Yeah. Mm. You changed your whole paradigm. (laughs) Yeah. You You changed your whole paradigm by investing in yourself. Yeah. Indeed. Indeed, because I didn't have any choices, as you said, right? It was either uh, stay within the the four walls in which I grew up or get out. So, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. for me, that wasn't much of a choice. No, no. There's there's sometimes the beauty of no choice. Dr. Chris? Yes. I don't know how she snuck in and went first. Yeah, y'all set me up on that one. That is not the order of business. <laughs> How do you follow that? So, I know. We yeah, it, it's it's tough. We I thought we had a deal. We'll have to talk about that later. But she is she is partially my boss, so it, it ain't a whole lot I can say. <laughs> yep. so, so, what makes you passionate about our topic today, Dr. Chris? Um. I am extremely passionate in regard to investing in oneself the from from an educational standpoint and uh, also from um from the the standpoint of uh finance and career so okay my all of my education is in business administration I have a bachelor's in business administration uh in in m b a with a concentration mm-hmm. in finance and uh, a doctorate in business administration and entrepreneurship. So as you would know, uh, coming from Birmingham, Alabama, and being a young uh, black male, I was in the back of the classroom with everybody else cracking jokes. (laughs) And uh, a strange order of events happened. I I would say about the the typical athlete, um, only focused on sports, um, only – in school because that's what the sports were. And I ended up sustaining a small uh, minor injury my senior year during football season, which uh, thwarted some um, some some college uh, scholarship opportunities. Um, and in the end, uh, I healed and, and got better before the end of the year. And offer on the table, which I declined, 
because I was afraid that I wouldn't be able to maintain my schoolwork as well as play, uh, you know, collegiate sports. So I enlisted in the, in the Army. Less than, uh, this was in 2001, in September 11, 2001, uh, of course, the, the day of uh, tragedy in the country, was my first day of class in my Army training. So when you know at 19, uh, I was shipped off to Iraq for a year. We're talking to somebody who'd never been away from home for, for more than a few days, you know, to spend the night somewhere and play the PlayStation. <laughs> And so uh, from from that experience, coming back a year later, the world was different in, in my vantage point. And when I re-enrolled into my second semester of college, I was, I was all ready to go. I was set. I was mature. I knew my purpose for being there. And that started the journey of, of me investing in myself. From there, from there, uh, it's been a journey of understanding that when you when I learned about the the stock market and what investing mm-hmm. in, in stocks and how they played out, there was a parallel that I, that I um, was able to, to to see between financial investment and my investment in myself, be it uh, health, uh, wealth, or um, or my mindset. You know, low stress. Brings brings a uh, high production. High production brings you high results, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that's been my model to make it this far. And uh, you know, a young kid from Alabama catching up with the with the with the young girl from the project who has risen to be more uh, formally educated than any president of the United States is, is saying a lot. I'm chasing her. That's awesome. It's awesome. It sounds like to me that investing in your um, really improves your quality of life. And that's really powerful. Yeah. Without a doubt. Absolutely. It's yeah. really nice to run around as a doctor, lawyer, mm-hmm. professor, mm-hmm. businesswoman, mm-hmm. consultant, you know, and, and mm-hmm. perhaps, you know, running into politics and president-elect in 2028. I, I mean, I think, you know, the, the cards are, are being laid out before us, you know, and, and hope is upon us. 2028. All right. I love it. Did y'all hear that? <laughs> okay, now. I heard it. <laughs> you heard it here on Queen Stand Up. <laughs> That's right. So That's right. What, what are some of the ways, okay, well, we, we've, we've already covered that. Um, what are some of the beliefs associated with the, the value of self-investment that you've cultivated? So you've seen it, like, because at first when you were doing it, maybe you you did it out of the beauty of no choice. But now that you've you've experienced it on a deeper level, um, what are the beliefs that people have to have in order to make them want to choose to invest in them in themselves? Question, and I and I learned this from um, Tony Robbins, from Anthony Robbins. He 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 says, and I'm paraphrasing, but he says that. What would it we do if we knew we couldn't lose? So basically, the mm. belief system in, in us all has to be that if we start this task, we're guaranteed to be successful. If you're guaranteed to be successful, then we go after it. Um, the thing that stops us most of the time is not believing in ourselves, not believing that we can actually achieve or attain or obtain or have. I had a conversation with my sister because uh, once I – Got my life coaching certification. <laughs> people, people start to use me for free, um, uh, free life elevation, if if you will. So, mm-hmm. we we were I was ha- I was having a conversation with uh, one of my older sisters, and she told me that she had all these high dreams of of owning a business, and she wanted to be a millionaire. My response to her was, "No, you don't." You know, just to to, to tease and drag. She said, "Yes." Why would you say that? Who doesn't want to be a millionaire? And and then here was when I had an opportunity to show her the obstacle that she placed in her way that made it impossible for her to even start that journey to become a millionaire. And my question to her was, have you gotten over the fact that you don't like people being jealous of you, that you don't want people to envy what you have? And she, she her response was, well, I don't like to make people feel bad. And I said, well, guess what? 
you know where we come from. If you're walking around with a million dollars and your life looks set and stress free, that is in it's inevitable that people around who may not have that financial security and life comfort that they are going to uh, feel some ways negative about their situation. Um, and, in, and in some cases, for people that are less mature, they'll feel negative toward you as a person, as if someone gifted it to you in, the sense, in, in, uh, in, a, in a place where you might have put in blood, sweat, and tears to, to get there. And even so, that I wow. actually um, started writing a book about that called Jealousy, Love's Company, Misery, Hates, Solitude. And it's on the very wow. basis of what Dr. Chris has just mentioned, because we, we all experience it as we move higher in our life and our goals and we're achieving, the people around us that are not, have not disciplined themselves or committed themselves to do it are looking at us like, well, why do they have all that? And instead of looking at themselves, asking, well, why don't I? You know, mm. yes. why haven't I invested in mm. myself? What, I what can I do? What can I do to position yes. myself is an even better question. How can I position myself? Um, to get oh, to that level, to, right? Yeah, um, and I love Absolutely. what, because what you guys just talked about, and I don't think that people realize this, that they're even doing it. But a lot of people who come from the backgrounds that you just described, right, mm-hmm. often fall into this, which is wanting to make people comfortable. We have an issue with doing that. Right. You know, yes. we're trying to make people too comfortable with, uh, with us, you know, and, and not wanting to outlive their expectation of us for what I don't know. I, again, I have to say that it's a psychological thing that we go through. It is definitely psychological. It, 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 it yeah. comes from a, it, this usually uh, that, that psychology stems from a people who um, have been uh, su- suppressed, uh, oppressed, second mm-hmm. class, um, those types of things. The, it, it's uh, an appeasement, um, an appeasement default. Absolutely. Trying to get people to like you. But I came to the point, <laughs> I used to say this all the time, <laughs> they don't like themselves most of the time anyway, or they don't like me anyway. No matter what I do, they don't like me now, so they're really not going to like me later. You know, like, you know, <laughs> so it doesn't matter. And that is you can't truth. win with that. <laughs> nope. you know, oh, my and goodness. You know, it's really it's really hurtful, I think, sometimes as we walk through this journey and we go through our lives. That's why I had mentioned earlier, a lot of this journey I had to walk alone. Because, you know, even you'll even find that your closest friends and family are the ones that will be the, the folks who are the most jealous and the most envious and the most destructive in your progress in looking to do something better. And that's always a tough thing when, you know, you think your support is supposed to come from those channels exactly. Yeah. And you know what? It's they can rise to the occasion, you know, Dr. Chris and mm-hmm. Sam, once you get so committed that you're not going you're 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 over making them comfortable they will they will mm-hmm. they can rise to the occasion um <clears throat> because they realize Absolutely. they can't shake you anymore um from Oprah that and sometimes the they don't even go that. ahead uh-huh please oh she did no april you're right you're right she did she said you know you're going to find yourself in a place where you have to leave some of these folks behind you have to cut mm-hmm. them off and they'll come back around it may be a year two years three years or whatever but there are some decisions that you'll have to make in order to uh, progress in your own journey. And that's one of them. Yeah. So I think you're absolutely right when you say that, you know, they will rise to the occasion, but not before you have to probably, you know, separate and move forward until they can find their way instead of absolutely. trying to find a way to be in your way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I don't think that we even know that we're doing it when we do it, when we're, when we, you know, when we are introducing doubt to people, when we are, um, discouraging people instead of encouraging them. I really don't think that there's mm-hmm. enough light and shed on wh- how that plays into people's lives, you know. Um, but yep. you, you definitely have to give yourself permission to move beyond someone else's expectation or vision of you and develop a vision of your own self. Yeah, that is correct. Well, yeah, we got to have another show, guys, because it is the top of the hour. We got to, um, you know, go now. Um, so we're going to actually have to bring you back on. Um, and so we'll look to find some dates. But before we go, can you guys, would you like to share with us just a few words of wisdom to leave us with today? And if you have anything up and coming that you'd like to share with the guests, you know, with our community, um, 
about how they can find out more about you and, you know, follow your campaign, Dr. Sam, all of that stuff. Absolutely. Um, so I'll leave, I'll leave your audience and you as well with, with this. Um, it's, it's so super important to really take your future very seriously because you have the power to change the world. All you have to do is just tap into it. And that's how we progress. I think in ourselves and moving forward and also as a community together, um, we have to learn to build up instead of tear down. And that is the message in investing in you because when you invest in you, you're investing in your entire community. Um, you know, I can be uh, reached at contact at koiconsultinggroup.com. Uh, uh, and my business actually is working with nonprofits to help them stay open. So I work as a consultant and I was able to, to start this business about six, seven years ago. So I'm very excited to, to be able to do that. I'm doing a lot um, in the community to help nonprofits um, stay open. And uh, Dr. Chris works with me in that business, and so it's been very good. And then he also has some things that I know he wants to share as well. Uh, yep. So you can, awesome. you, can find, you can find me at OIC at Lassiter and Code.C is an acronym for Overlearning in Confidence. This is uh, educational workshops that we uh, conduct around the country. We'll be in Mississippi. Um, next next month in February, um, talking to the students there and giving the giving the, the inside track to education. There's some, some tips and, 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 and tricks and insight and we have a clever way of, of connecting with the students and keeping them engaged and getting that information out so that they can run a a, a more uh a, a more uh, strengthened and sustained race than, you know, what what we often see from communities of, of uh uh, poverty and um, especially communities of color, and so uh, a a bit of wisdom. Um, I okay. published a book last last year. Uh, nope, um, it was this twenty seventeen. Now, wow, that went by fast. Um, that mm -hmm. has uh, garnered some some strong backing um, from those of the likes of Dr. Cornell West from from Harvard University, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. it's called How to Change the World in Twenty Minutes. It's a, a perlocutionary uh, tale of mystery. And the mystery in it is to find and catch the wisdom. The wisdom in uh, a, a nutshell for the listeners is this. If you know and, and, and understand yourself, then you'll understand that you have the power to endlessly create. If you have the power to endlessly create oneself, then nothing is off limits. I love that. I love that. Wow. Thank you so much, Dr. Chris and Dr. Sam, for coming and sharing your wisdom. Um, Thank you. You're just welcome. your presence alone, the, the power and intensity behind your voices and the energy. I feel what you're doing, and I feel that you guys are really making some important um, changes in our community and helping people develop different mindsets about success and their ability to change their circumstances. So just really grateful for the work that you're doing and for your commitment to being on the show, even though it wasn't convenient for you. And we just wish you much success in your work and your endeavors. Um, we wish you much success, Dr. Sam, on <clears throat> your missive. Um, for 2028, and we look forward to seeing yes. more from you guys, okay? Uh, and we'll talk Absolutely. very soon. Uh, okay. Thank you, guys. Safe travels. All right. All right. Thank you, April. Bye-bye. Today's show was such a blessing. Join us next Sunday, January 27th at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time as we discuss navigating the path between family, work, and love. Our guest host will be author Aaron Stevens. To learn more about Aaron Stevens, visit our website at www.queenstandup.com. Until next time and always, beautiful people, be blessed and queens, stand up.